This message comes from NPR sponsor Hulu. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history. From memes to movements, see how this powerful online community shapes culture and society. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. From NPR Music, this is Alt Latino. I'm Felix Contreras. Okay, it's been a while. It's been a while since you heard from me. After over 10 years, uh, we decided we needed to take some time to reconsider what we do here on Alt Latino. I mean, after hundreds of shows, just about as many interviews, artist profiles, and countless shows dedicated to sharing new music with you, we decided to zero in on my favorite part of this show, the conversation. The conversations we've had with artists, thinkers, locos, chingonas. It's all about the free flow of ideas and deep thinking. But in a fun way, okay? We didn't want to be that cousin at the wedding who just wants to stand by the keg and talk about serious stuff instead of enjoying the party. We don't want to be that dude, all right? And who is this we that I speak of? I want to officially welcome Ana Maria Sayer as the new Alt Latino co-host. Ana, welcome to Alt Latino. What up, mi gente? How's it going, Felix? It's a new day. It's going great. I love it. (laughs) As a longtime fan of the show, I'm both very excited to be on the mic with you and also excited to keep doing a lot of the amazing stuff you've been doing over the past, what is it, 12 years? Yeah, just about 12 years, over 12 years now. Well, I haven't been listening that long, Um, (laughs) but since the time I started listening, one of the things that really stood out to me was the variety of the kinds of people that you were talking to, the music you were playing, and more specifically, all of the ways that the stories you were telling and, and the music you were inviting people to listen to really taught me a lot about who I was, who my family was, where I came from. I will never forget, Felix, I don't know if you remember this episode, but the cumbia episode, Oh yeah, you know the one I'm talking yeah. about? It's very popular, yeah. It's a classic. Yeah. I will never forget listening to that episode and feeling like, oh my God, this is so much bigger than me or my family or the music that I grew up listening to, there is like a whole huge diaspora that I am a part of and and a community that I felt invited to be a part of. And in that that episode, that connection to the music did that for me. And that I think is is so key and so amazing about what you've been able to do with this show and build with this show for so long. No, thank you for saying that. That's one of the goals that we had when uh, Jasmine Garst and I started the show is to be able to have people connect to their lives and to their culture and to their friends and the people they don't even know in different cultures through the music. Because, you know, it exists in this music industry. And no matter how the industry has evolved, and we've been seeing that over the years, the way that music defines, changes, informs all of that, does all of that on Latino life, that has stayed the same. But I think that's what's really interesting is because in the face of watching the industry change, even though its effect on on Latino life in many ways and and the significance it has and and, and our cultura has stayed the same, Latino life as we know it, as we define it, has evolved 
significantly over the years. I think it's so interesting because we're at this like incredibly different turning point, I think with with my generation and and how we define ourselves that feels so distinct from my parents or my grandparents or any Latino that has come before us that is really this period I guess of of not defining ourselves in some ways. I think we we love to talk about how we are all the things, we're none of the things, we are exactly who we are as individuals, and then we're also a part of this huge Latin diaspora. And I feel like that's really different from your generation, even, Felix. I mean, immediately I'm thinking about history because, like, from my dad and my parents' generation, my dad's going to be 92, my mom's 87, right? From their generation, as they became older, and started mixing in with mainstream society, coming from the you know their marginalized communities, then that was the, when the whole thing of Mexican American came about, right? That whole label because you wanted to fit in, you kind of wanted to try to erase the things that made you stand out. And then I come along, I'm raised in this you know late '60s, '70s, politicized. I label myself Chicano. I really want to stand out, right? So then it seems to like it's like the pendulum swinging back the other way, where you don't necessarily have to make such a strident stand, but the culture, you're still part of that, and you're part of a broader culture of people who are just like you who are doing the same thing. And then, to me, it's fascinating. That's why I love doing this show for so long, is that the music reflects that. It's so interesting that you say that because I feel like, Felix, for so long, it's almost been like the battle cry of the show to, like, be like Latin music is more than just a genre and it's a whole thing and there's all this stuff happening in it and it's a million different sounds and people and like how dare you just bucket it into Latin music and now it's like being a Latin pop star quote unquote like Bad Bunny is not a Latin superstar he is just a superstar point blank period no asterisks at the end I mean, I live in L.A., so maybe my perspective is a little skewed, but I was thinking about this last night. I'm on a run, and I passed four or five cars that I heard playing Bad Bunny. What's wild to me is that we're seeing, like, unprecedented levels of Latin music stardom that, to me, feel like, have, have Latinos ever been able to be in community this large and this visible, like, ever? And that feels really special to me because the sharing of cultures is not new that across latino culture like that has existed for a long time but it feels unique and special to me that that we're in this moment where massive global superstardom which is hypothetically the largest musical community in the world is latino in origin and so the new reality of latin stars like him like carol g like all these people being just what is the global superstar? That's just a totally different genre that we're playing in at this point. That's just like we we rose up and we consumed. I immediately go back to my days uh, as a teenager, uh, like 1970s, early 70s, right? And and I would go to Tower Records, which was the big place out here in the out here, I, my my mind. I'm still in California, um, but it was the big place out <laughs> the in California. The soul knows where it needs <laughs> yeah, to be, yeah, Felix. That, yeah. <laughs> You're so right. When I would go to the record store, you know, it was clearly defined. You're gonna go jazz over here. You're gonna go rock over here. Mm-hmm. The little country they had back then, you know, it's just. And there was no Latin music in like the mid '70s. You know, I had to look really hard to find my first Tito Puente record, and I don't even remember where it was. Right? There was no such thing as world music. 
But it was the way you, they were labeled back then. For example, Jose Feliciano. He had a last name. He sang in Spanish. But when you hear California Dreaming, when you hear some of these things, that's soul music, right? It, it's English. It's from a different genre. And he throws in a little bit of himself from Puerto Rico. So there have always been artists who have defied labels, defied them, right? And that is a result of also how we live in this country and how we adapt to fit into different communities. I feel like that too, like that's what's so exciting to me, Felix, about the conversations that we've been able to start having with artists in this new iteration of the show, because so much of it to me has been about digging under all of the toss away industry stuff of like we had to apply X labels on them and market them in X way and box them into X thing. And it's really about digging into like who they are as a, as a person first and where they come from. And then like that gives me so much of a better sense of the community that they've built around their music, right? Like talking to someone like Omar Apollo, for example, someone who has built a really amazing community of queer Latinx kids who really feel inspired by seeing him up on stage, getting underneath to who he is as an individual and where he's coming at it from. Because at the end of the day, yes, the labels are involved and yes, the marketing's involved and all that, but it's it's really artists meeting, meeting ears, right? I think that also reflects back on the communities and the stories that we're trying to tell for the show, because there is so much give and take. There is so much bleeding back and forth from genres, bleeding back and forth from cultures, influences, how you live your life, the language you speak, how you speak. There's so many different ways that we interact. And that's always been what I've tried to do with the show is try to reflect that, reflect who we are in all the different ways that we are. I don't know if people realize just how down with any music you are like that's what you've been able to do is just like highlight all different types of musicians irrespective of I mean I've never heard you ask like what what's your genre what kind of music are you playing like it's not about that it's it's just about what what matters to you and who you are and I think with what we're doing now it's just like dialing that up literally run the dial it's like get rid of any kind of like oh, we're going to bucket people into certain things and certain topics to, to get people excited to listen. It's like, no, we're just telling this story, and it's just about this person who also happens to make some dope music, and, like, you should want to hear that, and you should listen to that, and you should care about that because we're all part of this big community, and let's hear what people got cooking, you know? It's really all about using music to learn more about the people around us, Right. For example, hip-hop didn't exist when I was growing up. And so as I was listening to the music, I just didn't get it. I didn't feel it. But then by listening to the music a little more deeply and then also listening to the people making the music from here in the United States and from Latin America, I found a place in it for myself. Same thing with disco, okay? Having actually lived through that era, my own personal reaction to the music was, you know, not exactly positive because it was really a fad back then. But again, listening to people talk about the music now, I understand it has deeper meaning for certain communities these days. And it really is all about using music to try to understand and know the people around you a little better. 
we want to end this short reintroduction to the podcast with someone who knows you very well, Ana Maria Sayer. Since you joined the Alt Latino team almost two years ago from day one, you have mentioned your grandma and the very big role she plays in your life. The family matriarch, your advisor, your source of entertainment with her special sense of humor. So if you don't mind, I'd like to ask her to give us a blessing on this new iteration of Alt Latino and your new role as co-host. All major ventures used to start with blessings from the village elders, and I'd feel safer if we had hers. Hi, honey. Um, What's going on? So I just wanted to call you because, so you know how I'm starting to talk on the podcast, Alt Latino? Mm-hmm. So um, I just wanted to call you because basically I talk about you all the time on the show, and so I thought it could be fun to give you a call. Do you, could you give a blessing for the new show? A blessing, a blessing. For, the, for the new song. Is no, that the new show said? for all Latino. For the new show. Because mm-hmm. you are uh, creating a new show at this We're point. We're relaunching all Latino. Ah, yes, of course. May the good Lord bless and guide you in your new show that you're launching. Could I say that? Any advice? Do you have any last advice for me? I'm going to be co-hosting with Felix. Oh, my goodness. I think I'd have to listen to the show first and see if I would have something that I could add or... Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, I'll share the first episode with you, okay? Okay, honey, and I certainly would be so happy if you were going to the family reunion. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I know. We'll talk about it. <laughs> okay, sweetie pie. Love okay. you. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. Okay, so we'll be back with all new episodes on September 14th. I'm Ana Maria Sayer. And I'm Felix Contreras. You have been listening to Alt Latino. This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. This is my voice. I can tell you a lot about me, and I'm not changing it for anyone. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of NPR episodes centered on Black experiences. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts. 